Hey everyone, welcome back to Navigating Netflix Originals. As always, I'm Madison and I am joined by Jamie. Hello. Which is not a surprise to anyone. I don't know why I've gotten in the habit of saying that. It's like I think it's nice. It's no surprise that I'm your host as always. Well, you know, sometimes <laughs> one of these days it's going to change up and it's going to throw everyone right off. I know. Well, I feel like that's why I originally started doing that was because we talked about having other people do it, but then no one else was interested. So yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, I hope you enjoy Jamie and myself because we're all you're ever getting. <laughs> Most likely. <laughs> And this week, we will be talking about the Netflix original um, show, um, the first season of Special. Yeah. It's eight episodes long, if I'm remembering correctly. Correct. Yeah. And they each average about 15 minutes. So kind of like the show that we discussed last week, which was bonding and had really short episodes mm-hmm. as well. You can kind of knock out the whole first season and like the commitment of a movie time, basically. True. <laughs> Which is nice, and I don't know if they have the intention of continuing to do these very, very short series, but it does make the commitment feel less extreme. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, it's only 15 minutes. I can do that. Versus like Grace Eight and Frankie. Eight times over. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or like the OA or something where oh, it's yeah. an hour long each, <laughs> and there's also eight of them. <laughs> true, true. <clears throat> But um, anyways, so special is in our in our new fashion of giving you a little blurb about the show. <laughs> um, it's about a 28 year old gay man with cerebral palsy, and it's kind of like his experiences in life dealing with his disease as he kind of ventures out into the world, gets a job, moves out of his mother's house for the first time, gets hit by a car. <laughs> Very abruptly. (laughs) Very abruptly. Um, So, like, the way that he interacts with the world and it kind of just deals with things that would are probably very easy for us that are much more challenging for him because of his disability. True. Yes. Nice and succinct. (laughs) Yes. Uh, So, what did you think of the show? I know this one was my idea. So, what did you think of it? (laughs) Moment of truth. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. Um... No, I, I quite enjoyed it. It was it was definitely interesting enough to keep me wanting to continue on and power through the episodes, which is easy to do, as we were saying, they're so short right. anyway. Other um, than that moment when you fell asleep during one. Other than the moment I fell asleep, but that's due to <laughs> extenuating circumstances, i.e. me not having slept in like <laughs> thirty seven hours or something. Um but yeah, so I thought it was I thought it was quite interesting. It's definitely got uh not even explicit or intentional um, comedy all the time, but it's pretty funny. It has, everyone sort of has like these quick quips and they have very, I don't know, crazy characters that are very eccentric. (laughs) Yeah, very eccentric. And so many good quotes. I feel like all of my notes for this episode are just quotes. (laughs) Yeah, I have a lot of different quotes too. Uh, I, I really like the fact that Netflix did a show focusing on a character with disabilities um, yeah. because I feel like that's a group that's very underrepresented in film and in TV sh- shows and series. Um, True. I think that Netflix has another one. I didn't watch this one, so I'm not sure, but I think he has autism. Yeah. I've, okay. I've seen you the know, first season of that, and for some reason okay. the name of the show... 
I can't remember what it is either. It's escaping <laughs> like... me. But it's actually, yeah, it's actually a really good show. And it's cool to see that, um, you know, we are seeing a lot of, a lot more diversity, especially in terms of, for example, you know, um, sexual orientation or things like that. Right. Uh, but it's nice to, yeah, have some more focus on um, those with disabilities and also combining the two, which is right. Cool. Which I thought that was a kind of a good idea. And like, I kind of, I understand that it can be challenging to do a film or, or a series about somebody with a disability because you definitely want to have an actor who has that disability playing the character right. because like it would be really bad to represent it with somebody who didn't have that disability, you know, like there would exactly. be a lot of negative feedback about that, that take that tactic. Um, so finding an actor who both has the disability you want to represent and also is interested in acting in a show that is specifically about that is probably hard for directors to like right. come across where well, as finding people in the LGBT community who want to act and represent their group, I'm sure is a lot, it's a lot easier to find those people than, you know, somebody with a disability, but. True. And, and I mean, it just so happened that in the case of this show, uh, I forget, I think his name is Ryan O'Connell or something. Um, he's not only the writer of the show and a number of the different things, but he does play the main character. So right. he, you know, he does. <clears throat> he is who he says he is, which right. is <laughs> which is good. <laughs> which I think that means the character and the disability are both very well represented. Right. Um, and I, I personally, I don't believe I've ever known anybody with cerebral palsy. I'm sure I've met people with it, right. but I've never known them as like a friend or anything. So I don't really know much about the disability Same. to be able to say whether or not it's a good representation of it but um knowing that he wrote it and helped direct it and all that makes me feel more confident that it is <laughs> right and uh yeah and we do know that in his case in particular his uh this the form of cerebral palsy that he has is uh, more mild or right. manageable than um more some of the more severe cases but right um but yeah it's cool yeah, I think that that's one thing they address like right at the very beginning yeah. of the first episode is he like he's having physical therapy done and he says the effect about um oh gosh, I don't uh, I don't even remember what his wording was. Must be I didn't write this one down. But um oh no, he says it must be so freeing to be disabled. I mm -hmm. feel like a wild case is being is like being biracial because like he is part of both communities of like the the quote unquote normal people and the people with a disability because he can't escape either one of those groups. So right, <laughs> like, really mild case of it. Yeah. And so this, as we, you know, discover in the series has led to his sort of isolation throughout his life up to this point where his right. only real interactions <laughs> are with uh, his immediate family members, like specifically his mother. Yes. And um, oh, their so relationship is just something else. Oh, isn't it just... <laughs> <laughs> So let's discuss that. Let's so dive right into I that. I brought that up and everything. His mother <laughs> is so much more dependent on him than he is on her at this point in his life. <laughs> it certainly seems that way, yeah. Like there was a point in in Ryan's life when he needed his mother to be there and to do everything for him, you know, because yeah. he, he has cerebral palsy. So there was a lot of things I'm sure he couldn't do as a child and he absolutely needed her to be there and to, to constantly be there for him. But I feel like she abused that and to kind of like took advantage of that to keep him sheltered because sure. like, 
I, I can see him not moving out until he's 28. That part makes sense to me. But like the fact that he doesn't know how to crack an egg at that point in his right. life. Like or open you should know how to crack an egg <laughs> or open a box. Like yeah. she's like almost kept him at like this level where he is completely dependent on her because that's where she wanted him to be. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Cause yeah. Yeah. Because especially given the fact that he is, you know, capable of doing all these things, it's not like he was in a state where he was just like incapable. Right. But yeah, in a way, she just wanted to sort of stunt his. I mean, we don't know his mother, but, but our, our interpretation of, of the series is that she was perhaps, you know, intending to stunt the. the I, I don't know that it was necessarily like a conscious decision that she mm-hmm. was like, "Oh, I'm going to keep him." you know stunted in 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 my care but like i think subconsciously that was what she wanted because she had her husband had left her and you know like he was all she had so it was just kind of like keep him keep him there and he kind of realizes that by the end of the series in in a way anyways and calls her out on it (laughs) yeah definitely and i and i don't think it's you know unique that uh someone in the situation where they're caring for someone will uh you know sort of make their entire world start to revolve around that person. And so then it becomes so intertwined that they then have trouble letting go of that person in a lot of ways. And it reminds me immediately of the sort of Gypsy Rose case, which was an extreme with uh, her mother who, yeah, this uh, girl who was not ill at all, but her mother like, you know, pretended that she was sick and told her she was. Oh, okay. Ultimately she's murdered, but (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah so it reminded me of like the that's like the extreme part of course there's not much murder going on here but right no nobody's killing anybody yet (laughs) yet yeah (laughs) although olivia is one of the people i would like to kill so (laughs) oh my god olivia like from the very beginning when she's like she finds out that he was hit by a car or something and she's like um as a fellow victim (laughs) i understand and he's like wait you got hit by a car no but i mean i could i'm like well in that case then we're all victims of everything we're all victims of everything because anything could potentially happen to any one of us yeah (laughs) i do like there's this tiny like little grain of respect that she earns when she says something later on to the effect of like everybody is treating you like you know you can't do these things that i'm just treating you like everybody else in the office you know like in you know that's just that you, you should be treated the same as everybody else can't remember exactly what she said but she did earn just a little grain of respect when she said that right i, I felt that way it might have been at the same time but when like after the blind date with her deaf cousin yeah. with apparently the large <laughs> dick um she <laughs> how does she know i that? know but when she's like he's like complaining about it and she just like she's like how about you write this four things that you can do to like get over yourself or something right um and just like <laughs> yeah i don't know so she does get some respect sometimes but mostly she's just kind of crazy yeah you watched this more recently than yeah. i did is was there ever did it was it ever like explained how he got this position working at this journalism company or did he just kind of like have it as the show opened because that's how i remember it yeah as the show <laughs> opened it seemed like he was heading out to he was just an intern like his first day at as an intern or something yeah and i yeah i don't remember why he has the job so maybe he just answered an ad or something i don't maybe. know maybe okay I, I couldn't remember if there was like like how if they're if, if they had 
given an explanation as to how he had gotten the job or not. So it must be it's irrelevant. Yeah. So he's like an intern at a journalist company. So he's not getting paid to be treated like shit. Right. <laughs> but he does get to meet my favorite character on the show, <laughs> Kim. Yeah, Kim's a lot of fun. Oh my god. Talking I think like seventy five percent of the quotes I have written down were said by Kim. Oh my god. <laughs> No, it's true. No, she's just a character and a half. And it's, (laughs) it's fun, of course, to see that, like, even, even she has depth, because at first, she's sort of like this fearless, you know, woman, she's been talking a lot, you know, a lot of her like very popular blogs, or um, not blogs, but um, articles are about sort of self acceptance and self love and stuff like that. Right. Uh, Which we see like two very you know, thin women misinterpreting, I think, what she intended them to understand from her article (laughs) as she, like, just starts drowning herself afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. No, we kind of, you get the impression at first that she's, like, completely happy and confident with her perfy body, and then, like, you realize that maybe she's just saying that she is because that's how she should feel or how she thinks she should feel, but it's more just that she's not comfortable with her body or even with her skin color she makes a mention of that as well yeah i i do think it was it was nice that when they went to the pool party where there were all like the extremely like thin and or muscular people that she um was trying to get ryan to feel better about his body and stuff so she's like strip in front of me now and like trying to like do the sort of like 10 things you like about your body or whatever and get naked in front of me and they don't even like really get that far and she's like oh see it's it's good we love our bodies yay and uh, in the next scene he's wearing a shirt outside but yeah um, like well maybe that didn't work as much as she thought that it would yeah but he does get to make out with a guy at that party so you know yeah he has a very awkward encounter one of many (laughs) with like the dude that he had seen on i guess also had been communicating with on grinder at some point yeah yeah so apparently he does have enough self-esteem to be on Grinder. Apparently so. <laughs> or maybe it was like directly after that. Um, maybe it was the, the guy in the gym, men- his physical therapist mentioning it that made him think he should go ahead and maybe. get one. I maybe he hadn't even really contemplated it before that point. Maybe. He was like, well, maybe I could do this after all. Yeah. <laughs> and then like the, the guy is just seems to have zero patience for this um this kid who has no experience with anything because he's like you're kissing too fast and then he's just like (laughs) essentially sitting there after that like not moving his mouth at all it's like how about we just spin how about we we end this now and leave so that that was awkward for him but you know he figures it out eventually (laughs) he does he does with the help of a um a sex worker of sorts yes which (laughs) which <laughs> I I was expecting that scene to go so differently than what it actually like how it actually went. Like it goes surprisingly well, like oddly yeah. well. And like I definitely wasn't anticipating that. Me neither. It was like the smoothest first a portrayal of a first time, I think. I've ever seen on television. I know. And like almost every single time you see like a character think, oh man, I'm still a virgin. I should just hire a prostitute. Like the person always changes their mind at like the last second. They never actually go through with it. But like he does. And it's like you're not expecting it to because you've been conditioned to think that that's not 
what people do, you know, but in reality, I'm sure it is some of the time. <laughs> True. And it does go pretty well. The guy is very nice. He cuddles with him afterwards. And well, and I was they even seem to have enjoyed themselves. <laughs> right, exactly. Well, and I was even thinking that after that, that maybe we'd see, I think his name was Shay, that we'd see Shay again after that because he yeah. was very much like, ooh, you're, you're cute and I'm going to cuddle <laughs> and like blah, blah, blah. But then he just sort of like falls off the picture, and then we get Kate. Uh, I keep I kept writing Casey in my notes, but I know his name is Carrie, but Carrie, which is an odd name for a guy, so it's understandable. And I was like, Carrie, wait. I'm not even sure how one spells that when it's a man's name. I put K A R Y. Oh, nice. <laughs> but because I'm sure it's not C A R R I E. That like that's how it would be spelled if it was a girl's name. So. No, I don't think so. In the in my um, <laughs> subtitles, it was C A R E Y. Mm. Which is why I kept well, re- I was not right. Which is why I kept reading it as Casey. I think I was like, well, <laughs> maybe. Um, but Carrie is also an interesting person. Guy, yeah. <laughs> and I, I want to say that I like Casey, Carrie. but I, uh, damn it, <laughs> Carrie. Um, this is turning into a velvet buzzkill thing again. Um, no, uh, I want to say that I like Carrie, but I. I'm a little confused as to where he, like, what are the terms of his current yeah. relationship? It seems to me, like, this is kind of how I thought of the situation, was okay. that, like, Carrie is in a relationship with, I don't know his name. I can't remember oh. who it was. I never wrote it down. Oh. He was on, He was not that important. <laughs> his name is Chris. 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 Yeah. Um, and so, like, it was going fine, but then Carrie meets Ryan, and, like, Ryan instantly kind of, like, starts liking Carrie, but Carrie's yeah. in a relationship, so I think that he doesn't instantly start taking to Ryan, but it kind of grows on him slowly until, you know, he, they end up kissing at the end, you know, he's clearly does kind of have feelings for ryan so perhaps chris will kind of go away in the next season <laughs> maybe or maybe they're in this sort of like open you know relationship sort of That's situation possible, yeah um because chris never seems bothered to like come home and find chris and ryan hanging out in bed together so. right he's like ah what are you guys up to like, oh, this is normal um i did like when they kissed in the bar and you see Kim kind of like, ooh, in the in the background. Like, she's very much all for them right. kissing, it seems. Um, and then it was kind of cute when he realized, <laughs> when he realized that he had missed his mother's thing. And yeah. he gives him another, like, quick kiss and runs away. Yeah, it's like, oh, um, shit, I have to go. <laughs> but, oh, man, that's like, talk about a classic, like, unfortunate situation where you've promised your someone important in your life that you're going to do something and then you promptly like up and forget well he had a lot of shit going on he did he did and and, you know and also in his defense he expected that phil would be back in the situation and it would be less terrible but right oh yeah so let's talk about phil phil so we can talk about how how his mother's name was karen right how karen was creeping on phil multiple times throughout like the first five episodes and like i don't think she was creeping on him in a like i want to date him sort of way i think she was just like she's one of just those nosy neighbors yeah. and he was the new guy who hadn't introduced himself to anybody yet so she just like wanted to know what he was doing and what he was like what was up with his life because he was a mystery in the neighborhood but right. he thinks that she's like into him so he comes over and he is like i'm taking you out on a date <laughs> 
Aww. I thought that was kind of nice that he just like he saw her peeking and then or very obviously closed the blinds and run away and right. that he just like come and knock I thought that was kind of fun that but, was kind of cute yeah but apparently he had noticed it multiple times yeah. before then <laughs> how many times do you need to wash your windows in a week <laughs> looks pretty clean to me um but yeah I don't know I felt like it was a good definitely a good thing for Karen because she started to realize that she could do things without her son and maybe I think it you know kicked her back into the idea that you know she should have a life of her own and that it's important for her to get back out there and start doing things because her son is growing up and will need her less and yeah but I do think it's just starts an avalanche of other issues but right well and the whole like the only reason it was an issue was because she thought it would be like when she keeps it a secret from ryan which okay i kind of get a little bit if you're not sure about the guy yet or whatever but like then when he finds out he's like grossed out about it in like the way a kid would be i guess (laughs) but she just assumes that means that like he's furious at her and will never forgive her for having a life of her own and breaks up with phil over it (laughs) without even talking to ryan Uh, first (laughs) that's the thing like where's the communication i don't understand exactly so and then like i I understand Phil being like, well, I don't really want to get back together with you because I can't be in a relationship with somebody who, you know, is I'm basically in a relationship with their kid and, you know, what what their kid wants goes, you know? Right. Which I mean, if your kid is like, you know, seven and (laughs) completely dependent upon you, then, yeah, you have to put your kid first. But like, that's not the case in this situation. Right. Exactly. Yeah, it's just... And of course, that just turns into an explosive situation where Karen does reveal that she blames Ryan for the fact that she's been alone for the past however long. And that, you know, which it's always like uh, you always have to trust people when they explode and say something like that, because that, in my opinion, is like the moment of like absolute truth. I feel like you, you you don't really say things like that unless somewhere in you you mean it so yeah you know because immediately afterwards she's like oh i love you i love you i'm so sorry i don't mean that i don't blame you and it's, it's like, like oh, i think you do <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> which is like what ryan says he's like yes you do and he leaves <laughs> yeah which i'm glad he did yeah that, yeah, yeah he's just like walking down the middle of the road he's gonna get hit by a car again <laughs> yeah like down the middle of the road right <laughs> i kind of half expected another car to hit him i was like where is it because the first one was so un- unexpected yeah so we didn't even mention the fact that like through the whole show brian pretends to his co-workers that his disability is caused from getting hit by a car and like and doesn't tell anybody that he has cerebral palsy at all (laughs) right and like after they find out everyone's like super okay with it they're like oh okay whatever like that's not news (laughs) yeah like kim takes two seconds to be like how could you lie to me? I don't know who you are. And then she's like, right. okay, don't do it again. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. She was yeah. the only one who was even like a little hurt by the lie, which, you know, I guess makes sense because they're friends and all, but <laughs> right. Yeah. But I think she also kind of understood why he had chosen to hide that part of himself. Yeah. Well, and he does, you know, open up and say like, you know, exactly how he was feeling about the whole situation and stuff like that. Yeah. So he's at least <laughs> becoming more capable of, fully expressing himself and talking yep. about stuff which is a and plus 
His new article title, uh, Running from Who You Are is Hard, especially when you have a limp. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the guy, um, he is the writer of the show, and I think he wrote, I wonder if he wrote a memoir, and it, I, that would be a good title for a memoir if ever that I read one. Be. I should, we should probably do like a modicum of research before doing this but i always get here yeah. and i'm like oh yeah i should talk about like the director it's more fun to just like wildly speculate about what they're thinking yeah. otherwise we would never have come up with our own theory for unicorn store if we this had looked true. up what the director is actually going for it's Very probably true. something really boring <laughs> true true <clears throat> yeah i mean i'll be interested to see if they do a series two or a season two i'd like to see hoping they are yeah because there's a (laughs) lot of talk about you know we famously don't like a loose end and we have at least three thousand loose ends here so (laughs) it's just like a it's just a pile of threads at this point and and loose ends are okay in a tv show true as long as there's another season that's coming along to tie up those ends they're not okay in a movie netflix stop ending your movies like it's the end of a series that where there's (laughs) going to be a season two yeah (laughs) we don't like that but yeah, I guess like that is the point of the TV show is to like give you a cliffhanger ending so that you're, you're caught and hooked for the next season. But right. Um, but yeah. <clears throat> so there's one other character on here that's um, only in one episode is um, Karen's mother. So Ryan's oh, yeah. grandmother. And what what is up with her? Like, why did they put the effort of having her be in a in one of the episodes like that and having yeah. it focus so much on her in that episode my only guess would be to show that it's not that basically she's been in a karen's been in a position where she's had to be a sort of nurse in like or basically a caretaker in most areas of her life yeah and so it's not i think it's meant to show that it's not just the fact that she's been taking care of Ryan this whole time, but also that her mother's in decline. So that's going to like have a huge impact on how she feels and probably right. will make her want to like hold even tighter to Ryan. Cause she's losing her mother because she's, you know, <clears throat> she's uh, probably suffering from dementia or, yeah, or, or the early on thought of it. Yeah. yeah. Which is, which is just like a really, a really sad reality, unfortunately, but it is interesting that it was only in like one episode and then. Yeah. And it's almost like they just put it in there to kind of be like, look, Karen has more depth to her. Right. (laughs) Which I mean, we saw some more depth after she started dating, um, uh, Phil anyway. Right. Well, and like, it's odd that they choose that episode to also pare down with the idea that Karen's uncomfortable with Phil going down on her. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and then like her letting him at the end of the episode. <laughs> yeah. What does she say? Like, kiss me. And then kiss like, and then she just like spreads her legs. No, down there. Belinda like, style. Her head down. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Very Belinda of her. <laughs> <laughs> Karen blinked. <laughs> she definitely did. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that was it was sort of odd, but but um, yeah, I just that was a, like a weird episode for me. It's probably the one you fell asleep during because it wasn't that interesting. I think it was honestly, <laughs> and I felt and bad, just, but yeah. I mean, I, I should specify like again, listeners. I don't think that there's really time to get bored enough in this show to fall asleep <laughs> on a normal time, like, but I was just extremely tired and. 
on a plus side, it did give me enough energy that I feel rejuvenated now. But a little fifteen-minute cat nap made up for not sleeping for thirty-six hours. <laughs> yep, that seems normal. Seems, sounds about right. <laughs> I haven't gone that long without sleeping since college. <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I haven't either. I just usually I get at least like a few hours of sleep in there, but I don't know. I just was trying to be productive for the first time in my life, and well, this is what I get. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of you. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Only took me 30 years. Um, <laughs> not quite. Not quite. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I guess like the only other funny thing before we go into like maybe quotes is <laughs> how ridiculous it is that in uh, to commemorate the success of Ryan's first article about the car accident, uh, they just get him a cake of a person hit by a car. <laughs> <laughs> Not even a good one, as we learn. A shitty cake. Right? Well, all of their cakes are ridiculous. The one at the party, the picture on it is a picture of a nutrition label for the cake. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the top of it's like, you know, how many calories, how much sugar. Which is like, why they don't eat it. They're just like, <laughs> Nobody no. eats it then, except for um, him, of course, has a piece. Yeah. Get me this. <laughs> Give me a cake, too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, so I just like, what a ridiculous, I mean, that's a fun, I guess, way to make light of someone being hit by a car, but. I guess. (laughs) And like, clearly, like, I guess we're to assume there was no actual damage from him getting hit by the car because. Yeah. He said his elbow was scraped up or something. Yeah. I think he might have said like he broke his elbow or something, but even, even that, you know. (laughs) Right. It wasn't really, we should clarify for those who haven't seen the episode. It was just like, just like a car going about 10 miles an hour backing out of a parking spot that knocks him over. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it wasn't like he was hit full on by a car or anything. Yeah. And like the first five minutes of the show, I think. Yeah. It's and like, it's just boom. like a flashback to it, even. It's not, you don't even see it happening in real time. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but, yes. But yeah. So, quotes. Yeah. Any good ones? Oh, I'm just going to start at the top of the list and go down. You do it. <laughs> um, actually, that's probably not true. But one of my favorite ones is Kim saying, my nipples have a very strong female POV. They could basically have their own Netflix special. I know, because I was like, oh, we're doing a Netflix special inside uh, a Netflix special. <laughs> yep. Shout out. Netflix. Shout out. Yeah, I... I liked when, I think she was high at this point, when Karen was saying to Phil, I care about you a lot in some small, important way. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, thanks. Oh, right. (laughs) I think his exact words were, you are not getting high ever again. Yeah. Or whatever. (laughs) When um, Kim is trying to help Ryan find a sex worker. She There's apparently an app for that. And she's like, meet the P that's going to take your V. And then Ryan's like, I don't think my A could take that. <laughs> and then Kim's like, with some lube and a can-do attitude, you'll be fine. <laughs> and then later on, when he's actually at the the sex worker's house, he the sex worker holds up a thing of lube and it's called fuck water. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, I remember seeing that. I was like, that's very apropos. <laughs> Fuck water. All right. Oh, man. <clears throat> um, I thought I had more quotes. Now I'm trying to figure it out. My uh, answer to everything is to have sex with him. Is that a quote? 
Yeah, my answer uh, to everything. <laughs> my answer to everything is to go have sex with him. Kim saying that. <laughs> nice. Classic Kim can do attitude. Yep. <clears throat> oh man. <clears throat> should I give you an opportunity or No, I... you keep going. I'll let, I'll let you know if I find any. <laughs> All right. Um oh, I already said that one. Oh wait, no, I didn't. I'm gay and disabled, but I promise not to drool on you until the third date. <laughs> <laughs> And the therapist's response is, there's plenty of jewel fetishes out there, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, very positive about it all. Kim says about Olivia, there's a half-eaten candy bar where her heart should be. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, Ryan saying, wow, there are a lot of assholes on here, literally, as he's looking at the uh, sex worker app. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, oh, See, there are just like some good things in <laughs> It's easily missed, too, if you're not, like, watching the screen at that point. Yeah. Well, I wasn't watching it with subtitles, but... (laughs) One of my favorite ones (laughs) is when Ryan is learning how to crack eggs. He says, wow, look at that. I'm like the bare-backed Contessa. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Which is, there's, like, a cooking show called Barefoot and Contessa. (laughs) The bare-backed Contessa. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Um, I liked when Ryan said, after dad left, you held a candlelit vigil for your vagina and called it a day. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I I did like uh, Kim when she was like, I had an imaginary friend from age 12 to mind your own fucking business. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? Forgiveness Mad Libs? Karen. Yeah. Ah. I think that's all of them. Fair, fair. I, <laughs> I said some of them during the episode as well. You know, I have a couple written down, but I was writing so like sloppily that I can't read what I wrote. So. Oh no. So it's fine. It's not the first time that this has come back to bite you. True story By of my the, life. I mean, your handwriting. Yeah. <laughs> I type out all of my notes. That's fair. Yeah, that's probably smarter. <laughs> also, less pa- wasted paper. Well, and also just faster, I guess, for me. I'm a faster typer than I am handwriter. <laughs> yeah, fair. But, yeah, I mean, final final thoughts? I'm My final thought is that they better do a season two because <laughs> I want to see where this goes. I don't think Phil is gone, in my opinion, if they come, like, if they bring a season two back or just do a season two, I guess, um, would be the more correct way of wording that. <laughs> Bring it back. <laughs> Bring it back. Um, Phil's coming back. Like, yeah. I don't think that they'll cut him out completely. Yeah, I think uh, Karen has some soul searching to do, but then... Right, yeah. So it won't yeah. be like the first episode, but <laughs> right. he'll forgive her. Yeah. Um, just as I'm sure Ryan will forgive his mother for... Oh, yeah. Whatever. um but yeah i mean i overall i this is a series that i would recommend for for people to watch Um, i would definitely recommend it as well i like seeing netflix and other platforms doing shows and movies about underrepresented groups of people so yeah keep it up (laughs) this falls into two groups of people who are underrepresented it does so good good job to you guys netflix keep it up if you're listening (laughs) yes i'm sure netflix is listening (laughs) oh for our listeners our tweet last week about our bonding episode was liked by one of the cast members from bonding so we are now officially famous (laughs) (laughs) and you should all start referring to us as 
milady and sir. <laughs> milady. <laughs> because um, I assume that's how famous people demand they be referred to. I think that's exactly how it is. Yeah. Um, so unfortunately, the cast member did not retweet us because that would have been amazing. <laughs> she only liked the tweet. But, you know, we're, we're heading in the right direction. Yeah, but if you are listening, uh, Amy and Bettina, we did, I did really appreciate the like. It's like, yes, oh. we did. Um, and, and next time, could you retweet us? And also, <laughs> we have to say we really enjoyed your portrayal of Chelsea, Casey. We did. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we didn't talk about her more. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, this time around, uh, we haven't decided what we'll be discussing for the next episode. So this but you is... should all be used to that. True, you should all be used to that. <laughs> um, but uh, this is the time where you can go ahead and hop onto Twitter and hit us up at NNO Podcast and let us know what you'd like us to watch next. We're open to almost everything. And oh, yes, we are. As long as it's a Netflix original, it's on the table. <laughs> or you can send us an email at navigatingnetflixoriginals at gmail.com if Twitter terrifies you like it does me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pre- I, I accept that. <laughs> but yeah, so right. um, and that, then I guess, yeah, we will be back next week. So keep an eye out. Yes. And send us send us what you want us to talk about and we will do it. Well, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> on All that right. note goodbye <laughs> bye <laughs>